This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Listen to the Reds Report or indeed watching it on our new YouTube channel uh, in the studio or rather in our living rooms and offices. Uh, Pete Selwood. Hello. You right? Comedian, allegedly. You all right, Pete? Well, until the uh, until the new government sanctions came in, I was a comedian. Now I'm uh, unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're a part-time chef. We've had to go yeah, yeah. away from the kitchen yeah. for this episode. Yeah. You're making all nice. brewing, mate. Carbonara. Brilliant. Also, we have the man, the myth, the legend, Keith Turner, aka Stretch. How are you, Stretch? We're all good. We're all good, Chris. Yeah, all good. Club photographer, absolute. Uh, you've been around Barnsley for some time. It's nice to have you on. 
Cheers, Paul. Thank you very much. <laughs> what are you up to then? Because obviously you're not you're not in the kitchen. Are you are you in the office at the minute? Just in the office. Yeah, just in the office. Um, tea's all prepared. So yeah, we're on the uh, Thai option tonight. So it's uh-huh. not up to carbonara standards, but it's still still a pretty decent <laughs> meal. I prefer Thai over uh, Italian any day. Have you? Uh, is it beer a cup yet, Pete? Or have you had a beer or have you been cooking? Do you know what? We've had a few. We've had a few oh, okay. dogs. Good man. Not wrong we've with a brew Love a good brew We've dog. gone down the Hell's Lager as well. <laughs> and, and also, just to get us in the mood, we've gone for the um, Malaysian red curry. Rice infusion. <laughs> I like the reduced sign on that. Just letting you know. Yeah. Sure. They're out in nothing... February. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so they need eating. So. Bargain. <laughs> so, Keith, are you on your third beer then? Is that what you're telling me? No, no. <laughs> what, about you? Oh. what about you, Pete? Have you been uh, drinking? Oh. It's not bad, Keith. Calm yourself down. Um, no, I've not been drinking much, to be honest with you, mate. I'd say my my house overlooks like a beer garden as well, so it's tempting. The the landlord just keeps because it's been nice sunshine. The landlord yeah. keeps coming out and like sitting in his beer garden, like all on his own, like stretching out, <laughs> <and> like, <laughs> rubbing it in a little bit. But again, it's, it's his house at the end of the day, isn't it? Like it's just his house. True. That's it. True. Yeah. That's it. So Keith, uh, good to have you on the show. Pure questions. When did you arrive at Barnsley? When did you obviously you've lived in Barnsley all your life, that's right? Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, born and bred in Athersley. Yeah. When did you arrive at Barnsley Football Club in a working capacity? Um well sort of working, um probably around about two thousand and one. Um Right. I did a couple of years beforehand where it was just sort of helping out with the Chronicle, sort of playing my trade really, helping out. There wasn't really as much to do before the internet came on with regards mm. photos. There just wasn't what you know. It was just like match ball presentation, couple of mascot photos, and that were it. But I mean, nowadays it's just relentless, and the demands that we're asked to do um, for social media as such is just spiraling, 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 and it's just getting more and more and more. But yeah, you know, it's just how it is. Just how it is, isn't it? So you've been a obviously you've been a Barnsley fan all your life. There's never been anybody else, really. No, no, not really. No, no, no. So when did you start supporting Barnsley then? When when did you? What was the first game you went to? How old do you think you were? Do you know what, Chris? I can't, I can't remember. I can't remember. I was I was just a young lad. Um, I used to go on paddock with my dad and my two older brothers. Um, I couldn't tell you my first match. I've no idea, but I, I do know that my dad used to take a beer crate in with his own bro. Um, <laughs> I used to stand on that beer crate on a plank of wood right. and, and, and lean against the barrier. Um, and that was my viewpoint. And maybe a season down the line, I used to go with my mates and we used to go down to the barrier, down at the front, like everybody did. Um, and then at half time, we used to go down to, towards the cop, you know, which, whichever way we were shooting. Um, but I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't no. tell you my first match at all. Um, some people's got great memories. Not me, I'm afraid. <laughs> so obviously been a Barnsley fan. Was it your dream to work at Oakwell in some capacity? Did you want to be part of it? Um, to be honest, I mean, I've always played football all my life. Um, 
I don't think I've been very good, but I, I love the sport. Um, and I enjoy watching it. And I love photography. And when the chance came along, I thought, you know what? I never knew what I wanted to do at school. Never. Most people never did. No. And when I left school, to be honest with you, I started on post. I still really didn't know what I wanted to do. I just liked playing football, going out with lads, having a beer. Just a normal Barsley lad. And then yeah. this came along and I thought, do you know what? This is it. This is what I want to do. And and here I am. This is what I do. So what what is what is the allure of the job to you? What what makes it so good for you? Obviously a barns a lad. Um, is it close close to pitch, close to players? Are you in, just feeling amongst it, feel part of the team? No, I've I've never really been one for being close to players or um close to anybody really as such. I just like I'm quite creative and right. I think that the photography side brings out my creativity in me and yeah. I see things through my lens that I think, you know what, I need to capture that and a lot of people might think, I'm not sure about that but when I've captured it and I've shown it, some people's gone, do you know what Stretch, that's bang on Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. just having that eye in seeing what you think is a good picture and what's not a good picture and I think that's what makes a photographer and I'm not saying I'm good or bad I I just think that I capture things and people see them and I get some good comments and I think well I must be doing something right it's just about capturing the moment and it's about it's about capturing somebody either just about to eat a pie at half time it's daft little things like a mascot running up to Toby Tight with his hands up in the air Having the time of his life. I mean, my son's been a mascot twice. He's very fortunate. And my daughter's been a mascot once when she was, I think she was about five. I tell you what, being a mascot down at Orwell, what a fantastic experience. They love it. And to capture that, to capture some of the the smiles on the young kids' faces, it's actually better than photographing a match a lot of the time. Yeah. It it does give you a bit of a glow inside. You've made some memories for for mums and dads and for the mascots. Um, yes. So re- with regards to like that that side of the job, it's fantastic. I mean, the the match side, sometimes, you know, you know what Barnsley's like, we can win one, lose one, draw one. You never know who we're going to win. You never know who we're going <laughs> to lose. You know, if somebody had said we'd have gone down to Fulham and won 3-0, you'd, you'd have given him a cloud, wouldn't you? You'd have thinking yeah. we're on somewhere. But that's just Barnsley all over. You just never, ever know. You can never back against us because you never know what's going to happen with Barnsley. And I think that's joy, being a football fan. And not just being a Barnsley fan. You can be a Yeovil fan or whoever. You just never know. On the day, you never know what's going to happen. And I think that's the lure of football. And I think that's what draws us in all the time. You just think, you know what? It's a Tuesday night. It's two degrees. There's frost on car. I'm going down. I'm not that fussed. And you win 3 0. And you yeah. come away and you think, right, I'm going to mount for a couple of pints. I'm glowing. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you go straight home, you get a bottle of whiskey out, and you think, we've lost 3 0 at home to Port Vale. <laughs> what a shower. I'm never going to go again. You see, season tickets come flying over top. You think, oh, dear lads, you're going to be, you're going to be regretting that. But that's yeah. just football, isn't it? We've all done it as fans, and now I'm working. So I've got to watch what I do. <laughs> yeah. Pete, uh, Stretch mentioned uh, drinking and stuff on the on the gantry. Is that something that we might see? Something that you, you want back? 
I, I'd like it back, so, but I think the people I sit near are fine. Well, I don't sit in the Pontian with nutters, do I? So, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, 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 I class, you know, the, the classy gentleman. No, you, the reason why you can't do it is, one, at Barnsley, you can't get a drink anyway. It's the, wor- it's the worst refreshment. <laughs> you are. I, I don't think there's a worse refreshment. You're a bit negative. Wait, mate, I've no issue with it. But, like, when, where I go, there's bottles. It's a bottle of cider, a bottle of bitter or a bottle of Carlin uh, lager. And it just takes so long. They haven't got a till. So you're not exactly helping them, are you? Have you been, you've been in the East Stand. It's ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> like, it's just one, one kid with a calculator and a bucket of change. It just takes ages. Terrible. No, man. I, I, I'd, I'd like to have a beer at match, but I, I think, again, like anything, like uh, anything that big, there are there's a minority that just ruin it for the rest of us. And most people can sit there and quietly have a drink at the match and go, this is great. But you know there are some people who will just take advantage of that situation. you also got to remember, some people, that's all they do all weekend. Like, the match... Saturday, some people's Saturday at the Gunnett match starts at nine o'clock at morning. Yeah. I have two, three pints at one o'clock. Then I go to the match, might have one afterwards. Then I go home. But some people, it is their entire night and they're in uh, opium till three in the morning. <laughs> is, that, is that you, Stretch? <laughs> That's joking. Oh, Christ. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, obviously, Keith, you've seen football through more centuries than myself and Pete. I'm not saying you're old or anything, but you've seen it develop quite a lot in your time yeah yeah um well regards to drinking I, I mean i can only tell you what happened with me sort of through 80s and 90s growing up uh, supporting watching reg we used to go um we used to go in town before and we used to go in panama joe's number seven um south yorkshireman uh, it was like a bit of a route they used to go and mm-hmm. you, you know you were on the stella four or five pints of that and to be honest, I can't really remember much of our match after you've been on Stella. <laughs> you spend most at first half going to the toilet. Um, I mean, was, was that a bad thing in them days, Pete? Uh, Keith, considering how bad we were. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think it's just part of growing up, isn't it? And I think when you've had a beer inside here, I think you loosen up. I do. I think. I think. I think you loosen up. I think you you're more inclined to shout. Scream, ball. I, I don't think your your brain engages a lot of the time. I think you, I, I hear some comments made coming out of some people's mouths, and I think, do you know what? You've had a bad day at work, mate, this week. You're yeah. rattling on about naughty yard here. We're winning 2 0 at home, and you're mourning because we've, we've <laughs> not made a complete inch pe- perfect pass. And some people do that. And I know, I know, lads, I've got mates who are good at. Go to grab the change personality completely. It's yeah. unreal. Yeah, but it's funny. It's funny. Keith, you mentioned uh, your photographs and stuff, and how much they're inspiring and stuff like that. Is there a particular one that stands out where you think that is my best photograph? Uh, you know, bands are related, where you just think that is that is the one. Um, I've, I've got to be honest with you, Chris. I I ain't really got I ain't really got one photo that I can turn around and say, you know what that. That is the one. I, I have had photos like that. Yeah. I've took photos and I thought, do you know what? That's the one. And then yeah. six months later, I took another photo and I thought, that's the one. Mm. And, and <laughs> it, it sort of moves on. Um, I, I mean, I've got, 
I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you how many photos that I've got that I've took, and I think, do you know what? I am 100% happy with that. Because yeah. a, lot of, a lot of photographers will tell you, they'll always find one single bit of flaw in the photo. You know, that yeah. the background could be a little bit more full with, with fans. Um, it could be a little bit more sunnier. People will nitpick about all sorts, but yeah. I'm not really one for that, to be honest. There is, there is a couple of photos that spring to mind. I did get a chance to take a photo on um, on Remo um, just before his 90th. Um, right. I, I set I set the studio lights up down down in the changing room. Uh, Barry Murphy came along and and he would have picture that I'd, I'd always wanted to do a Remo actually because well I think everybody knows he was a character. But, yeah. And I wanted to take it in black and white. Uh, and I did, and I did take it, and I think everybody's seen it. It's, it's the one with his, he's got his glasses on and he's got his glasses off. Mm. Um, it's well publicised. Um, and to get that, to get to get his smile, because he, he won't often he did that smile, to get that smile <laughs> coming out of him, I, I, it took a bit of work, and I think Barry Murphy's got all his hands up here and said, you know what, he helped me out here, because he was talking to him while, while I was taking the photo. Glasses on, glasses off, arms folded, arms unfolded, sit back, stand up. And then he started taking the PR made in Rimo. You know, no. bloody hell, lad, how many photos I'm going to take on me? And I also <laughs> took about 20 or 30 photos and I, and I got one. And I looked on my laptop and I thought, do you know what? That is the one. Yeah. So I think when it comes to taking portrait shots, I think that one is probably the one. That yes, that I'm really proud on actually, but when it comes to action shots, um, crikey, I mean, take your pick really. I mean, Adam Amel's goal at, um, at Wembley, um, f- for me, I just seem to be in the right place at the right time, um, yes, just in between the two defenders that he, he, he shot, and, and I got the picture. Um, that don't happen on accident, no stretch, that does it? That uh, well, I suppose not, Chris, I suppose not. I mean, Winnall's goal. And his emotion when we beat Walsall at home in the playoff. I mean, that yeah. was that was unreal. Mm. That that was brilliant. I mean, Amel's goal again when we beat Oxford. Um, you know, numerous celebration photos with with Conor in scoring against Forest against Leeds. Yeah, um, that volley against Forest. Goodness oh, me, yeah. unreal, unreal. And and then rolling back the years, we're like took some cracking shots with yes, Chris O'Grady. You know, a couple of great goals and great celebrations. Um, I mean, we could go on and on and on, you know, but no, I, I ain't really got one action photo, Chris, to be honest with you. I can turn around and say, hand on arm, that is the one. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned, you mentioned when goals, I hang up with camera. Sorry, go on, Chris, what was that? No, I, I suppose when I hang up with camera and, and I'll, I'll turn around and I'll think, you know what, yeah. That is the best one, but yeah. just at this minute in time while I'm working, I can't really put my finger on one. But that's that's just it, though, isn't it? That's what's going to keep you hungry and keep you travelling all them thousands of miles up and down M1, all these grounds you end up going to, all these getting back at two, two in the morning because of traffic jams and yeah, falling asleep yeah. back at car. And they're, they're <laughs> the reasons you do it, isn't it? And I guess, I guess as soon as you lose that love, you'd stop doing that. So I think to try and keep beating yourself. Pete, you're, you're a creative type. Are you ever happy with a joke where you think that's the one? <laughs> or is it just the case of trying to top yourself? No, mate. It's, it's the same as I imagine when you take photos. Like, you'll 
you look at something and people will go, that's amazing. But if you're like, if you're gigging, you'll have like the best, everyone will be like rolling on the floor laughing, you'll have the best gig of your life. Like say there's like a thousand people in there, you will spot the person who's not enjoying it. And that's all you'll think about for the rest of the night. <laughs> oh, everyone loved it. Yeah, but that woman, oh, she did not like it. <laughs> One time I did that and everyone was loving it, obviously, because I'm mint. Um, and then... <laughs> Uh, the one person who wasn't enjoying it was my mate's missus. So right. for 20 minutes, I was just looking through, going like, "Laura, you miserable sod. This is hilarious." Like, yes, you just you can always spot who's not enjoying it. Uh, you don't get to enjoy it as much as you think. Keith, you mentioned uh, being part of celebrations and, and capturing them. At any point, have you been in danger of you being knocked over, or your camera being knocked over, or or been in, been far too in the in the in the middle of it all, so maybe like a, a McDonald's celebration possibly against Wednesdays or something like that where you've just thought, oh, actually I'm a bit closer. Oh, Chris, there's been tons of time. I've been trampled <laughs> on, knocked out by fans, laptops been crushed, everything. I, I don't know where to start. Jacob Brown tumbled on me when we were at Walsall last season when, when he scored that last minute. Did he? He tumbled, he tumbled on me. Uh, monopod just twisting two. Um, and then all the fans were laid on me. Steward were trying to drag me out. <laughs> I've got a ten thousand pound camera lens in me, and I'm thinking, well, just somebody get off me. <laughs> but I, I, there's been times in front of Pontian when when lads have jumped over my shoulder. Angus McDonald, I think he was against Wednesday and he scored equaliser. Did he? Yeah, Was right that, at end. Yeah, uh, right at end. They He come running straight over to me, then he leapfrog over me. That was um, the one that made me think of that question, actually. I think I yeah. think I see you in that celebration. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's been a few. I've had a few near misses with ball um, where that's come flying at me and you put your hand up and you, you knock it away. Um, so, yeah, yeah. There's there's been a few near misses and a few misses. <laughs> yeah, so you've been at Barnsley now since, what, 2001, did you say you started? To, yeah, yeah. Right, I started taking photos in 99. Right. Um, but sort of in official capacity then, sort of since 2001, really. Yeah. So you've been there like 19 years. So you've got, have you got another 19 in you? Do you think? Definitely, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. It's great. Um, I, the lads that were going, I mean, you, you know them. They're, they're a great set of lads. All media yeah, lads. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, yeah. it's, it's great. Um, we have some great days out. I mean, we have some long journeys. Like you've just in there, like the we come back from I think Portsmouth this season. Um, we we sat on we sat on a motorway for two hours. You know, we're behind a really bad crash, and you're not getting home while late, and mm. it, it could yeah. be tiring. I must admit, it can be tiring. Um, but I don't know about 19 years, but I've definitely got another 10 in me, Chris. Definitely. <laughs> you mentioned the lads. Uh, we've had we've had Clarky on show last week. We had him on for for 25 minutes talking to us. We've got Whitey on and stuff uh, next week. They are yeah. a good set of lads. And I think what, what I really enjoy about that group is they are Barnsley through and through. Like, they're, they're not there for the money. They're not just doing our job. Just like yourself, you, it means yeah. a lot to you, doesn't it? And I mean, that that's just a nice working environment, isn't it? You're there because you just love Barnsley, really. I think we watch, his, watch each other's back as well. I mean, you've got to be Whitey because he's a loose cannon, as you know. <laughs> but... Yeah, we do. We watch each other's backs, and and sometimes you go to some grounds, and it can be hostile environment. It's not, you know, you can be sat in front of their fans, and you're getting some dogs abuse. Um, yes. 
So you've got to, yeah, you've got to pull together, uh, and we do. We always have done at Barnsley. We've always stuck together. We've a, we've a tight knit of lads, tight, tight bunch of lads. Um, and like you say, you know, we're all we're, we're Barnsley fans. Yeah. Um, so we've got Barnsley's interest at heart. Um, so I'd, I'd like to think that comes across actually. It does. It does. I think it does. When I, when I'm in amongst it, you can just feel it. I don't. I never feel out of place. You just feel like we're all we're all there for a reason and we all belong there, you know, because we just we just love Barnes. You know, Pete, have you got anything anything for Keith that you want to pick his brains on? Um, who's the most annoying player to photograph if you've ever had to do it? Most annoying. The nicest the most vain. Say that say that again, sorry, Pete. Most vain. Most vain. Vain, yeah. Yeah, um, who, who likes to pose? Who, who enjoys pose pa- past and present? Um, I mean, Sam Winnow were, were, were great for me, and he was great for cameras. Um, he knew where I was all the time. That's yeah. probably because <laughs> I used to tell him. But it was great. I mean, I know he got slated because he went to Wednesday, and yet it, it was a shame. But I mean, it, 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 some of his celebrations were fantastic, some of his goals were fantastic. You, you yeah. can't take that away. Um, but I mean, a lot of the lads now, um, that's at the club, you know, I mean, Corley, Corley's great. Um, he's, he's a great, he's a great guy, uh, just having that away, uh, yeah. and his goals and his celebration. He knows where I am all the time. Connor <laughs> Chaplin's same, um, they know where I am. Brownie, Brownie's done some brilliant, brilliant celebrations this year. In fact, to be honest with you, Brownie's probably. Topped them all. Um, really? That one away at, yeah, that one away at Fulham, and he stood near me, um, and he got his goal and celebration. I thought, Do you know what? Wow, we've just kept an absolutely cracking day here, pal. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think this current squad um, are probably the most photogenic. <laughs> probably because they're wanting the pictures on Twitter straight away. Yeah, after. yeah, yeah. Apart from apart from that, they're, they're a great bunch. I don't know whether it's an age thing because they're, they're a set of young lads. Um, I mean, roll, roll back sort of three or four years when we got Connor and Mark Roberts uh, and all them lads. Uh, they were brilliant. You know, I ain't got a bad word to say against them there. Um, and then you're rolling back the years again when we've got Brian Howard and we've got Eki and Anthony Kay. Yet again, you know, some mm. great goals, great celebrations. They yeah. knew where I was. I like to think I captured the moment at the same time, and you know, good set of lads, good set of lads. I, I, I won't really like to, I won't really like to say anybody that yeah. I don't really get on with down. There has been a few players down there that's puddings, uh, and I'm not really keen, but I'm not going to ask on Keep you mentioned a few of your big games there. If you had to pick one. Just for work, probably for photography alone, or just for being part of that atmosphere and being next to the pitch. Obviously, you've been to Wembley twice. You've been you've been Millennium Stadium. Where, where, what sits with you? Is it that Walsall game at home? I mean, there's yeah. been a lot, haven't there, really? Yeah, it is. It is, Chris. It is. The it's, Walsall game. Yeah, the Walsall game at home. I think the Walsall game at home, and we just knew after that third goal went in, the thought that we were going to Wembley again were just, and you could feel it. You could feel it around the stadium. And yeah, I, fe- I felt that night when I was sitting there. I just feel I never felt like Barnsley as a town what what had ever been in that much like harmony. Like we're yeah. all 
it, it just felt like it was just a mutiny. We're all in it together. It felt like an absolute juggernaut. Yeah. And it didn't, yeah. it didn't feel like anybody were going to stop us, you know? No, you didn't feel like you were going to lose the final at any no. point. It's like we're we knew. Such a good run at time. You're like, we get to the final, we're winning it. Then it was comfortable. Yeah. It was comfortable final, surprisingly. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah. And it was 2-1 for a bit. In 2-1, you were like, we're in charge of this. Yeah, Easy. I agree. Definitely. Yeah. So it's that Walsall yeah. game then where you just fought the town together and the atmosphere were electric. I think... Um... I think it was because I, my wife and kids were at East Stand, um, my sister were at East Stand, my brother were at East Stand, and all my mates were there as well. And I think at, at full time we'd come down with a bit of a natty, and I'd got an hour's work to do, send the pictures off. Um, and I knew as soon as I'd done my gear at home, I was going straight to number seven with lads, and we were getting weathered. <laughs> and we did. We got absolutely wellied, and it were a, it were a cracking day. <laughs> It was a cracking day and it was a cracking night and we knew we were going to Wembley and do you know what? We've just both hit nail on your head. We were playing Millwall. We knew we'd won before we got there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the yeah. game it said what? It was a great game, don't get me wrong. But I, I must admit, I do like winning at home. I prefer it at home. I just yes. think that closeness, we're at home, we're all together. We don't disband into like a four-hour journey up M6 or M1. We, mm. we disband into going to Bowser at home, don't we? You know, yeah. whether it's Tommy Treadwell around right corner from me, or it's number seven, or if it's Mount, wherever it is, there's a closeness about it. And I'm not, I'm not one for winning. I like, don't get me wrong, I like winning away at Fulham and at Wembley and and some massive grounds. But as soon as it's finished, you've got a journey to get home. But yeah. I, I prefer it being at home. I prefer being at home and enjoying it more at home. And yeah, to be honest, quite... with you, when we're winning at home, I think it's a great atmosphere. Yeah, something quite romantic about it, isn't there, really? Like, I think you're right, Chris. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think you're right. So, Stretch, obviously we're not calling you Keith, we're calling you Stretch. Where on earth has that come from? I, I, I've always wondered. Um, well, back in, what are we on now? 89. May 89, I started work at post office as a postie. We're at, everybody knows I still work there now, part-time. And when you're 17, 18 year old and you, you know, any job, any apprenticeship, you start wherever you are, you get given a nickname. And, and I got given a nickname because I was six foot five and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, and somebody said stretch. And, and do you know what? I don't know what it was, but it just stuck. But it, yeah. it don't bother me. Yeah, I've been called <laughs> worse, a lot worse. So, yeah, I've no problem. I don't mind being called stretch. In fact, the in laws call me stretch. I don't think they've ever called me Keith, to be honest with you. <laughs> Pete, have you got anything else for Keith before we uh, we say goodbye? Uh, I can't really think of anything, mate. I'm just keeping an eye on my food over there, like just. All right, we'll we'll, we'll to, get mate. going, mate. So you can uh, <laughs> you can enjoy your pasta. One one more thing, Keith. We've been asking people to get rid of something from football, uh, so we get to put it in room one or two, and it's gone forever. It never exists ever again. So far, we've got referees, wind, and what was John Parkins, uh, Pete? Having to run thirty yards. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, if there's something that you could get rid of from football, it doesn't have to be a physical thing, uh, Keith. But you can get rid of it now, and it's gone forever. What would that be? Well, it's a tricky one, this one. But I'm a big fan of safe standing, and I think we should have safe standing at Barnsley. I think so we should get... have it in. I think we should have it to the West Stand. I think right, okay. as a club or as a league. I think we need to push on. I think we, we need to give people the option of whether they want to sit, sit on the bums 
or whether they want to stand against the barrier and do it that way. Yeah. I'm not saying get rid of seating because a lot of people love sitting down. Yeah. Me personally, if I was a fan, I'd love to stand. I'd love to stand against the barrier. Yeah. I mean, my, my legs are that long. I don't fit in a normal seat anyway. And there's a lot of big lads out there. And I, I see them. You, you guys will probably see them as well. The cramped the struggle, in terms of seats. The struggle, mm. the struggle with seats. The yeah, with them sometimes. Do. There's not much leg room. It's not, not comfortable. And I think you lose a lot of atmosphere, don't you, really, sat down? Um, yeah, I mean, you, you can do. You can do. But I, I just think we ought to we ought to bring it, bring that safe standing in now. I think we, not just at Orwell, I think in grounds around the country. I mean, I think Man United is doing it now in the corners, aren't they? Um, yeah, they're trying it, yeah. I think we need to do it in West Ham, to be honest with you. And we, we need to bring it in. Um, so, whether or not the West End seating needs to go in the room 101. Yeah. That's Pete, a big what do you goal. reckon? What do you reckon, Pete? I reckon there's a lot of old boys who aren't going to like that. <laughs> well, I'm happy to get rid of it, Pete, if you are. Uh, oh, I like wooden seats, mate. There's something about the wooden seats. I know a lot of people hate them, but I'm just nostalgic for it. So what about, if we, what about if we were to get rid of the ban on... The band. Oh yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think all, all, all I'm saying is, I think the lower tier of the West Stand, not the upper tier. I've got oh, some yeah, friends who sit in the upper tier in the wooden seats, and it's fine. Um, yeah. he, I mean, there's a big draft that comes around the corner when you when you sat in the lower tier, but in the upper tier, I think that pr- pr- protects you. But I think in the lower tier of the West Stand, I think safe standing, bringing in. Definitely. You end up with a lot standing in, in, in West End anyway, don't you end up on a lot on that on that bit of corner? Yeah, yeah, a lot of time. Yeah, you a lot do. That's on corner and stuff like that. So, you know, oh, I'm weird on that yeah. one, Keith. We'll, we'll try and work on that one for you. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll have a word with Dane. Good man, yeah. <laughs> Get it. You have a word. Uh, thank you very much for coming on, Keith. We really appreciate it. We hope you come back very soon. Uh, hopefully, next time it won't be such a ball ache for you. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, thank you very much for joining us. No worries, man. Nice to meet you, Pete. Right, I will post the podcast out very shortly. All right, you two. Have a nice evening. Cheers, Chris. Take care, man. Why does Comcast Business power more businesses than any other provider? It has technology solutions that put you ahead, like the fastest reliable network and serious savings. Ask how to get a $500 prepaid card with a qualifying gig bundle. Offer ends 10 22 Restrict and supply. Call for details. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
the TalkSport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight, analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Find beatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network. <laughs> 